Hi there, and welcome to Satisfied Self Podcast, a podcast for persistent women who are trying to kick butt at life by better understanding and conquering their struggles one day at a time. I'm Caitlin, and I'm a licensed independent clinical social worker in private practice in Boston, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Satisfied Self. Here we are for a special holiday edition of Satisfied Self Podcast, where we are going to focus on how to navigate family during the holidays. So many people will be traveling home for the holidays or welcoming family into your own homes to celebrate this time of year. It can be wonderful to see those near and dear to us and spend quality time together. And at the same time, it can be stressful, triggering, and downright suffocating for some. I have a number of clients who come to see me who are excited for the break that usually happens around the holidays. They really look forward to old family traditions, to maybe really good food and some family time. But it's not uncommon, though, as the holiday approaches that I start to hear more concerns kind of creeping up. They start to maybe anticipate stressful clashes, maybe helicopter parents asking about job growth or relationship statuses, maybe it's sharing tight space with multiple grown-up family members, a bunch of these kind of, of concerns that start to seep their way in. So for some people, it's not all excitement and happiness, um, but maybe it's also a little bit of anxiety and stress and irritability. Something that I was taught early on in my social work career was that holidays are not happy times for everyone. And assuming that they are kind of eliminate space for those people who want to talk about the other feelings they have during holidays. So today is going to be that space to talk about maybe some of the not so warm and fuzzy feelings that people have over holidays. So I want to talk about some of the contributing factors that can make holidays maybe less than uh, completely enjoyable for some people. Uh, the first really, really common one um, is overscheduling. So overextending yourself socially and with other obligations. Maybe you have your holiday Christmas party, you have a couple of different parties with maybe old coworkers, college friends, high school friends, um, you know, adult life friends. You want to volunteer, you need to go Christmas shopping, you are agreeing to go to other kind of holiday dinners, you're just overextending yourself and overscheduling. The other uh, factor um, that's pretty common is the overconsuming that can happen throughout the holiday season. So more alcohol, more food than usual. Um, what I always say is alcohol is a depressant. Uh, maybe in the moment it can feel like it gives you a little bit of a boost, but in the long run it's going to uh, work as a depressant. So if you're already someone who struggles with maybe low mood, um, you might begin to feel a little bit more of that as you start consuming more alcohol. Maybe you're, you're eating out more, so the type of food you're eating isn't necessarily nourishing your body in the right way. So you're over-consuming. You're, not, you're kind of breaking the routine of the way that you usually um, you know, eat and drink, and that can definitely mess with our mood um, and the way that we kind of interact with others on a day-to-day basis. Going hand in hand with both of those things is undersleeping. So sleep has immense impact on our mood. When we are underslept, we um, 
if we're very underslept, we can actually even be functioning as if we were under the influence of alcohol. Um, we become more moody, more irritable, um, less able to regulate our emotions. So overscheduling and overconsuming often can lead to lower sleep quality and lower amounts of sleep, which is going to kind of cue us up to uh, not be our best selves in the first place. I'm sure that many of you are not unfamiliar with the idea that the change of seasons and um, daylight savings time can actually impact people's moods. So there's something called seasonal affective disorder. And when the sun starts to set around 4 p.m. and doesn't even rise until after maybe we've already started our morning commute, um, that can have a really big toll on some people's mood. And so that, you know, starts to get coupled right along there with the holiday season and for some people, that can make it especially hard. Um, the last two things that I think are some of the biggest issues that I hear about in terms of holidays maybe causing some anxiety and stress. Uh, the first one is having unrealistic expectations or fantasies of our families. So we watch holiday movies and we compare our families to other quote-unquote perfect families that we know. And we hope that this year, somehow magically, all the dysfunction in our own families will have magically disappeared and we will have the perfect relationships that we always wish we had with our siblings, our parents, our extended family, whoever it is. We kind of set ourselves up for disappointment when we think that our family is going to match some cookie cutter family that we know for our whole lives, our family maybe hasn't matched perfectly. Uh, people really set themselves up for disappointment and, and frustration and anger and sadness when it comes to those expectations and fantasies. And the last thing is I hear a lot of people who really struggle with the lack of alone time that they get over the holidays. Maybe you're sleeping in your childhood bedroom while your aunt and your cousin are in the guest room and your great uncle Charlie's on the couch. And no alone time can be really disruptive to taking care of yourself, especially if you're someone who's an introvert or somebody who just really needs to kind of take their own space to express themselves. Being around other people all the time, especially if it's family, can be really, really draining over the holidays. So let's talk about what you can do to combat some of these issues and to make this holiday time a little bit more manageable. The first, and I love this one, is ask yourself, why are you doing the things that make you miserable? Most people repeat the same story year after year. You go to the same Christmas parties that you hate. You attend the same church service where your parents end up fighting the whole car ride home. But why do you keep opting into these things? If the answer, if your answer is that you have to, I encourage you to kind of push a little more on that idea and really explore what it means and play with the thought of what would happen if you just said you weren't going to attend the service that year or that maybe you were going to drive yourself. If the old holiday traditions aren't working, if they're not making you happy and they're instead causing that holiday to be super stressful for you, maybe it's time to just do something different. Sometimes it can be really hard to get ourselves to think outside that box and think about breaking maybe what, what's considered a tradition. But if it's something that really makes you unhappy or anxious or on edge, why can't you think about kind of tweaking it a bit? So focus on the holiday stresses that you can control. If there are changes that you can make to your behavior, try them. If there are tweaks that you can make to plans or accommodations, do it. Try to focus on the things that you actually can have influence on and spend your energy there instead of on fighting maybe some of those fantasies or perfect images of your family that you wish existed because those that, that energy is most likely going to be futile. 
So that brings me to trying to let go of the family fantasies that you've created. So let go of that picture that you know your family doesn't fit into. And then prepare to accept them, even if they behave as they always have done in the past. You can't control how other people interact and how other people behave. The fact is that that your family's probably proven to you over and over that their behavior will endure, whatever that behavior is. So why keep letting it get the best of you? Try your best to gain some acceptance around this and see what it feels like as you kind of play the part of letting it roll off your back. Play the part, play the part, play the part until you begin to start to actually feel it yourself. But try your best to let go of those fantasies. They're only going to cause you more suffering. I also, this next uh, tip goes towards those people who have a hard time overscheduling. Say no a little bit. Don't agree to every invitation. I uh, heard from someone this past week that Tim Ferriss apparently shared that if it's not a hell yes over the holiday season, maybe then it should just be a no. If it's not something that you are more than 70% excited about, maybe opt out. You don't have to go to everything. You don't have to show your face and and keep up appearances. It's okay to say no sometimes and and take the time and space that you need to kind of keep going. And this is something that um, I find super helpful in my personal life, and I think a, a few of my clients have adopted this and found it really helpful too, is try to maintain your habits that make you feel kind of regular and grounded no matter where you are or when it is. Do you have a favorite snack that you eat every day? Well, bring it with you wherever you're going for the holidays or go to a grocery store right when you get home and stock up. Do you usually go to bed and wake up at the same time each day? Well, stay on your schedule. Excuse yourself. Go to bed early. Get up, you know, when you normally do, even if no one else is up yet for hours. Stick to the schedules that make you feel comfortable and regular and kind of safe with yourself. And do what you can, do what you need to do to kind of maintain those no matter where you are. And the last one is is kind of an obvious one that I kind of alluded to before around the not getting enough alone time, which is carve out time for yourself. If you are um, with your family and there's, you know, tensions maybe are running high and you're with them for a week or maybe even two weeks, carve out some time. Go for a walk by yourself. Offer to run errands for other people. Maybe take a drive, go offer to pick someone up from the airport or drop them off. Do what you can to kind of get a few minutes by yourself. Um, You're an adult. It's okay to need alone time Um, and make it for yourself because no one else is going to make it for you. So I want to also give you a few tips in terms of some interpersonal skills to try out with maybe those angsty family members uh, when you're home over the holidays. So um, this is something that I talked to some of my clients about, um, the idea of interpersonal effectiveness. So when, um, when you are faced with what could be a difficult interaction with someone, there are three questions that I find really helpful to ask. The first are, what results do I want from this interaction? So as you're about to start interacting with this person, what is the outcome that you want to see happen? The second is, how do I want this person to see or feel about me after this interaction? Do I want them to see me as someone who flies off the handle really easily or someone who can be kind of mean or passive aggressive? Do I want or do I want them to see me as someone who's thoughtful and expresses themselves um, even when it's not easy to? And there's obviously a million million other ways that someone could see you um, and feel about you in interaction. But important question to ask, how do you want 
to how do you want the other person to see and feel about you after the interaction? And then how do you want to see yourself? How do I want to see myself and feel about myself after this interaction? So as I go into this, what do I want to feel afterwards? Do I want to feel like I kind of really aligned with my values and the way that I talked to this person and the way that I dealt with them? Most likely. Um, so naming those things for yourself, what, what's the outcome you want? How do you want that other person to see and feel about you? And how do you want to see and feel about yourself? Those can be three really good things to kind of help you prepare um, as you're entering some interpersonal situations that maybe could be tense or, or hard to get through. Um, focus on emotional regulation. Try to remember that you are not your emotion. And if this needs to be your mantra for the time when you're home over the holidays, then by all means use it. You are not your emotion. Your emotions, sometimes they, it feels like they can run you, but the reality is that you can dictate how you choose to behave based on your emotions. So maybe you're still feeling angry. Maybe you're feeling upset. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to express that? How, what behavior are you going to engage in? Are you going to go take care of yourself for a little while or are you going to let that emotion get the best of you? And along with that comes the idea of practicing some distress tolerance. And distress tolerance is exactly what it sounds like. How are you going to begin to tolerate dis distressing moments? One is that you could utilize some distraction. Do something else. Um, you know, go participate in some activity. Go read a book. Go listen to music. Go see a friend. Do whatever you need to do to kind of get out of that space. Maybe contribute in some way. To feel like you're giving back, whether it's in the in the kitchen for a meal, whether it's by volunteering, go feel like you're making a difference in someone else's life. And it'll, it'll definitely help distract from some of the distress that you're experiencing. Focus on being sure that you can self-soothe. And I recommend um, to people kind of focus on using the five senses. So when you think about soothing yourself, um, there are five different senses that you can pick from. So the first is uh, sight. So maybe go outside, look at the stars. Maybe when you're on a walk, um, really taking in kind of the picturesque, picturesque street that you're walking down. Um, maybe watch a great TV show that you love. When it comes to listening, uh, maybe listen to some good music. Maybe t pay attention to the sounds in nature while you're out on that walk. Um, using your hearing to help you kind of stay grounded. When it comes to olfactory senses or smelling, maybe light a candle that you love or burn some scented oil or bake something or cook something that makes the house smell awesome. Um, similarly, when it comes to taste, maybe you're going to eat what you just cooked or baked. Maybe you're going to treat yourself to kind of a special herbal tea or a latte when you usually just restrict yourself to coffee. Distract yourself with something that tastes really good. And the last one is touch. Maybe you're going to um, take a bath. That feels really good on your body. Maybe you're going to put some new clean sheets on your bed. Or maybe you're going to have packed some of your most comfortable, comfortable pajamas so that when you go to bed at night by yourself, you're also feeling soothed by the way that your kind of PJs hug your body. Focus on those five senses and choose something that, that gets at one of those to help you kind of stay grounded and soothed through what might be a distressful a distressing time. And the last kind of distress tolerance tool is to work on improving the moment. So practice some guided relaxation, maybe five minutes in the morning or five minutes at the end of the day. Focus on the present. 
You could even use the challenge from the episode two weeks ago where we talked about mindfulness. You don't need to just sit down in silence and stillness to practice mindfulness. You can be mindful as you're preparing a meal. You can be mindful as you're wrapping a present. Focus on the present moment. Improve that moment. Focus on on ways that you can kind of try to improve that moment um, when you're in it. So those are some tips and tricks that you can try for yourself over these holidays. If you're someone who tends to kind of get a little bit more queued up and struggle with some less than happy feelings over the holidays, know that you're not alone. Know that a lot of people struggle. So this week's challenge is to take care of yourself through this holiday season. Get sleep, limit overindulging, learn to say no, and make time for yourself. Good luck. Over the holidays, I'll be here with you every week. Stay strong, and I will see you next week.